So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, Jeremy Bennett, Sports Keto Wrestling, top story of the day. Did you hear any big wrestling news yesterday? Oh, maybe, right? Maybe right before we got off the air. Uh, oh boy, we're gonna get into the all bombshell of it, dropped. Yeah, we're gonna get into all of it. The latest on the WWE releases that came out yesterday. What led to them? What is going on with the talent that was released? And how is the wrestling world reacting to this very bummer news of a story? It's your sports kid wrestling top story of the day. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. What's going on, everybody? Uh, go ahead and hammer that like button. Let us know what you think here. Uh, that is Jeremy Bennett. I'm Kev Kelm. Uh, latest, we're going to get into it on the WWE release is obviously this story coming out. 17 talents released by WWE, notable names including Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Nia Jax, and Eva Marie, just among a few of the names cut by WWE. We went in depth on this uh, in terms of every individual name. We won't We'll we'll do some questions and answers with you guys later on in today's show. Uh, but check out last night's Inside Cradle. We ran down the entire list of what every single player got to do while they were in WWE and what their future could be and what the market's going to be like. We'll get into all those different things. We'll do some Q&A at the end of today's top story as well. Jeremy, what is the latest here that you want to jump into? Because there's a lot of news on this that came <clears> out <throat> last night. Oh, boy, there is a lot. Uh, but uh, Fightful Selected dropped something late last night. Uh, in regards to uh, the numerous WWE cuts related to vaccination status. Uh, there were actually 18 total talents, even though the, this article said 17. There were 18 that were released, and uh, the New York Post quickly revealed that some were in part due to their vaccination status. Fightful uh, confirmed that with WWE sources that at least five of the released talents were openly unvaccinated including some very surprising names. Uh, it was uh, also mentioned that this wasn't the exclusive reason and only reason uh, for the firings, but it should be noted that releasing talent for not being vaccinated is completely legal. And uh, it would have uh, restricted many of the venues that performers could compete in and travel availability. So obviously uh, being 100% vaccinated is a key thing for WWE as they uh, tour across the nation. Uh, the rumors of these releases had been uh, rampant within the industry for weeks, many expecting the cuts last week, but it never happened. Uh, there were, of course, several office cuts that happened the day before, and those were said the, to be completely unrelated to a vaccination status. Um, but there are some rumblings that there were vaccinated related talent cuts that were going to be on the way in WWE. And sure enough, at least five of those 18 were part of that. So what do you think here? Uh, this is a bummer story. A lot of people yeah. are upset about this. Budget cuts is the official reason that John Laurinaitis, the head of talent relations, reportedly sent out <laughs> to talent in a, in, a, in a statement yesterday. Obviously, I don't know if fans are really buying that or even if the talent's buying that. That's always the excuse. Uh, at least it's been the excuse for the past couple of years. You used to be, you know, 
creative is nothing for you, pal. Right. We used to hear that line. Uh, yeah. So now the line is different. And then it's the timing of it is just odd because this comes out the same day. WWE reports their quarterly uh, business report that they have to do with their investors. Uh, some shakeups beyond just talent. You know, we saw four different executives leave the company or get cut. We don't know. Uh, there's been some reporting that says people were fired or quit, and none of that is known. We don't know with the executives whether or not they were let go or they left the company or they were just part of budget cuts. Uh, but there were several people that were left. That The senior vice president of brand marketing for WWE is out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of different people there. Uh, th- that news is up now at sportskeeda.com. Uh, so it's not just wrestlers. You know, we saw WWE make massive cuts to their digital division in the last year and a half. So this isn't just wrestlers. You know, 78 wrestlers got let go, but there's a lot of people uh, in WWE that weren't wrestlers that got let go as well. So it's an interesting thing is WWE is trying to run the slimmest ship they can. Uh, We've also learned from multiple sources. This isn't just one individual source. There's multiple sources now reporting, including Wrestling Observer. WWE's youth movement that we saw affect NXT's reboot is now across the board and that certain notes have been handed down for WWE recruiting future talent, specifically age, age being a massive factor for all of these releases Uh, Mm -hmm. and WWE looking at their youth movement as a way to get younger fans in their teen years to be more of lifelong fans who can see relatable talent that they see on the screen, someone that they can connect with. Uh, That is worth noting. WWE has a lot of top stars, but they're all north of 30. Uh, So I know that seems weird. Uh, As a guy in the 30, Jeremy, I know you're not too far away from my age. I'm 42. Yeah, you like like seeing a (laughs) guy get in there and go a little bit. Maybe somebody's 15 doesn't relate to that. But you got to be hip and cool with the kids. There's an odd correlation here of age and create and uh, just the the creative not being able to figure basically basically to to put it sweetly creative not being able to pull their head out of their ass on these guys like they had gold with carrying cross and nxt screwed him on the main roster they had gold with keith lee on nxt screwed him on the main roster these are both guys that are over uh, they're like 36 38 they're in their upper 30s now mm-hmm. uh taya valkyries in her upper 30s as well that was one of the biggest surprises in the nxt division because she was poised to be one of the leaders of the women there and now she and she i think if i read correctly on a tweet last night I think she wrestled a total of six matches in in, in NXT, which was you know you know ridiculous. Um, I don't. I think Harry Smith is a little older as well. We didn't even see him. You know, he got signed. We saw him maybe at the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony for Bulldog. Uh, he he never even got into NXT or WWE. He is mid thirties, thirty six. Um, you know, and then. Uh, uh, I think Mia Yim might be a little older. Then there's some other surprises like, uh, you know, Scarlett Bordeaux, but I guess maybe that she just goes with uh, Karen Cross at that point. Trey Baxter is a tremendous talent. Um, I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, Jesse Kamea, she uh, she was in there with uh, Taya Valkyrie and Robert Stone as well in that little group. B-Fab, another big surprise. I mean, what the hell? I mean, they just called up Hit Row. I think I just saw, I think I saw a tweet that said uh, that B-Fab had just signed a new deal. Uh, that was Brian Alvarez, the Wrestling Observer. Noted yeah. Beef had, uh, you know, a lot of people, if you get called up to NXT, 
they roll over your contract and do a new deal and you have to sign it. Uh, so does that change her release window, her non-compete? Is she now under a 90-day non-compete? Uh, it's it's up in the air. There's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of different things that are up in the air. Uh, you have some people saying that I'm not under a 90-day compete. I am under a 90-day compete. You know, Oni Lorkin is under a 90-day non-compete clause, even though he was with NXT. Yeah. So he's one of these guys who was released. Uh, the full list of people released up now at W, uh, excuse me, www.sportskita.com. Uh, go check that out. Uh, it's it's a bummer, you know, but there's a lot of talent hitting the market here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Trey Baxter already signed for a GCW event coming up here. Good um, for him. So good for him. Get out there did, and make some money, dude. That got announced last night right away. Literally right away, old uh, Lauderdale is on it with GCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, that promotion's on fire right now. So. Uh, about this vaccination thing, let's follow up on this, because I know there's a lot of stories coming out here with this news. Uh, Hunter E says, Sports Kid Wrestling, what is your thoughts on the five WWE superstars released because of vaccine? Here's the thing. We don't know who those people are. All right. It's worth noting that I think you guys get out there and you hear people say something on Twitter and that's it. That's the news, right? That isn't news. All right. That isn't news. That isn't verified. Uh, We do have the New York Post reporting it, but they didn't say who the superstars were. There were 17 people released. You had Graham and Alik reportedly a month ago asking for his release, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had uh, Oni Lorkin said my release was granted. So the wording there makes you think he wanted out or asked to be let go. It's not clear. You know, we had somebody who's in the executive branch of WWE, uh, who their chief financial officer, I can't, I, Kellen, I think is her first name. Excuse me, Kellen is her last name, right? Uh, excuse me for that. Um, she will changed. They made a change. It isn't clear if she left the company or she's doing something else or they let her go. But she was in the statement, you know, so like we're like, like what, what's going on here? It isn't clear. Uh, the numbers, the numbers just dropped for the uh, the new CFO that got named already. Woo. Eight hundred fifty thousand base million bonus and a five million in stock. That's a lot of money. Good That's start. Money. Good start. Uh, a lot of money here. Should uh, uh, should Triple H go and start his own federation <laughs> at this point? Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows? All, all his guys are cut, so uh, he could probably just go out and start a new federation and compete with Vince right now, right? Yeah. Uh, get your questions ready. We will do Freestyle Friday before we're done here today. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, other people just see you know, sounding off their rage about this. They just don't get it. They don't understand it here. Uh, about that vaccination thing, too, following up on that. I'm getting more information in front of me as it speaks. So Nia Jax goes on the record here. Uh, Nia Jax is the uh, a lot of people have opened up about this. They've gone on Twitter. They've said their their piece about this different thing. Uh, but Nia Jax today on social media put out a a pretty a harsh response. Less than twenty four hours after release, pretty harsh response. You know, uh, she goes, "I usually keep my personal life private." Yesterday's reports leave me with no option but to clarify matters. I recently took a short leave of absence from WWE for mental health break. For a mental health break. I've been working through so much more than I can share. And so I took some time, the full support of the company, to take care of myself. What's nice, WWE gave her that time, right? Earlier this week, after WWE sent me my schedule to return to the ring for November 15th show... I asked for an extension for my mental health break, feeling that I needed more time, hoping I would have the ongoing support of the company I've given all of my past seven years to. I did not receive a response. The next I heard, I was being released. My vaccination status was never mentioned. I wasn't given any choices or options. It breaks my heart. 
to so abruptly let go without consultation while dealing with so much privately. I love my career at WWE. I love the men and women I worked with, and I'm going to need time to process this huge loss. I appreciate those people who have shown understanding and compassion during an incredibly difficult time. The last time we saw Nia Jax on TV, uh, she had her arm broken uh, by Shayna Baszler on Monday Night Raw and near the end of September. Uh, so a lot of people on social media were just saying, oh, Nia Jax was putting out stuff where she didn't want the vaccine. She put that out on Instagram or she said something in the Instagram story and everyone just runs. Everyone's a little detective, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, then this New York Post story comes out. And mind you, the New York Post story never said anyone's name. So everyone just speculates. And we can speculate. It's fine, right? But that that isn't news. There's a difference. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a difference on your plate between a French fry and a hamburger. You know they're on the same plate and they're in the same discussion. But you know one is different from the other. And you know how they complement one another. But you, you can mash them together. But that's just a French fry mashed into a, into a cheeseburger. We know what's going on here. Yeah, it, it, and uh, just to hear that, you know, is kind of sad. Uh, sad just because y you, it, it seems it just makes it seem like WWE doesn't care, and uh, you know, and um, you almost thought Nia was kind of one of those untouchable people because you know her ties with The Rock and and things like that, and a lot of people wondered, you know, figured that she would be kind of one of those untouchables. So that was what you know that one was probably one of the more shocking ones, but uh you know just hearing that though not good not a good look on wwe is it no uh but it's also a sense of who knew that like who knew why she was away from the ring was that a part of the decision that yeah. isn't clear you know that isn't clear whether or not that was part of the decision yeah i mean letting someone go for to work on mental health is even a worse look if you're letting them go because of that too i mean Mm -hmm. but uh we have some questions here save your questions don't worry if you're watching with us we'll get your questions here in just a little bit as we style friday baby freestyle friday we're, we'll burn through all your questions so have them if you don't have them here um and a lot of people with different takes here um and it's it's a testy situation and yeah I, I wwe was trending and a lot of people thought in a bad way uh yesterday with all this news and a lot of fans are upset but wrestlemania tickets are still going to go on sale next week <laughs> Yeah, 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 the show is going to go on uh, regardless. So I don't know. Yeah, uh, and it's it's being noted here. Wrestling Observer reporting that four to five wrestlers were cut due to vaccine status, meaning their status wasn't determined. Uh, were they fully vaccinated? Were they not? Um, and it's worth noting that in a lot of foreign countries, you can't tour. If you're not mm -hmm. vaccinated, I think Saudi Arabia just put a an edict out with for that. And parts of Europe, notice some of these people they're they're in the UK now. You know, was there issues there? We don't know. That's speculation, right? Yeah. Uh, and of course, WWE issuing a statement to New York Post that broke this big vaccination story. We wish them well in their future endeavors. That classic line. Uh, I got I got that line once. <laughs> Yeah, that's not from, famous. Not, I, 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 I'm not saying I ever worked with WWE. You know, God bless anyone who did it. Mind you, for these people too, they had a run. You know, it sucks, but it's not all bad. You know, and I mean, let's just, 
what's there's some people that find their way back to the company. Shelton Benjamin's been back with the company for yeah, years. True. There's, some of these people could be wrestling again for the company or working as a producer or doing other things or, you know, come and have a cameo and stuff like that too. I mean, Karrion Cross already had a vignette put out last night. Um, you know, he's ready for whoever's going to sign him. Killer Cross is back. So, you know, he's, he's going to be back. Um, like I said, uh, uh, with Trey Baxter now, of course, Blake Christian, if you didn't know who he was before, he wrestled for the Indies and also a uh, brief stint with Impact Wrestling before he signed with NXT, already already signing with GCW. So a lot of these names already bouncing back, and uh, once their non-competes are up, you know, then they can go elsewhere. It's just, uh, it, you know, it's kind of sad that one of those options is now gone with Ring of Honor, you know? it's an odd timing that these the, the well, ring I of think, honor I think, i'm gonna tell you i think some of these people are gonna end up wrestling in ring of honor or a super indie if ring of honor is still a show without contracts yeah, yeah. a lot of these people are gonna hit the independent market very very fast you know oh g like, gcw is already gcw is gonna get stacked and they're already uh, I, stacked I, I, i'm at aaw dude i'm doing hey, go. interviews i want to know who, who we're talking if, about today that i'm gonna be cutting a promo with in a, if, uh, in a month if, or two if time. you got cut get get into get into kev's dms if you got cut <laughs> Let's, let's, let's talk calendar, baby. Talk some business. <laughs> talk some business. Yeah. Um, also, it's worth noting there have been reported changes. Once again, observer on this one, a reported changes to future WWE deals. What WWE is looking for for contracted talents moving forward. We mentioned age being a factor. We now have a better idea of that, and we're also noting that what these contracts will be framed like. Um, age is a huge part of this decision. Yeah. Uh, of the 18 wrestlers let go, uh, they some people didn't feel they connected with a bigger, younger audience. They have audiences to connect with, but a younger audience is what WWE wants. The, re- the recommendations for female talents, new female talents, is 25 or younger. 25 or younger is what WWE is looking for. <laughs> uh, for men, they're looking for uh, 30 or younger. Uh, so a lot of people would say, oh, it's ageist or maybe even sexist, depending on how you want to determine it. But as we see, WWE saying that they see youth is a thing, that they this is how they're pivoting. This it's so funny because like back in the day, 90s, Attitude Era type of deals, people wouldn't even hit their stride till mid-30s. You know, DDP didn't even get started till his mid-30s. True, but I mean, this is a completely different environment, you yeah. know, and WWE is a different product than other wrestling organizations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is characters first. The character is the most important thing. Yeah. And 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 if you don't understand that, then you wouldn't be mad about these people being let go. You know what I mean? Like you attach yourself to these characters. So you wouldn't be upset about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there, there was a lot of people that, you know, you looked at and saw future world champions on that list. And, uh, you know. And there isn't anything to say that they can't do it again. All right. There's yep. a lot of really talented people here again. Yeah. Uh, it's also worth noting here, uh, moving forward for different people to be recruited into WWE through NXT, that a 60-day trial contract is being looked at to improve. So you get 60 days as a trial deal to improve, and this is except for top prospects. So there could be some major exceptions to this. But a lot of people that could be signed could be signed, and you're in the performance center. And maybe they use you once or twice on NXT. They're going to see if you can hang. Yeah. You know? Uh, now we have several people outside of WWE going off on this. Britt Baker went off on it. Several of the people spoke about it. Renee Young said all these people are going to be successful and there'll be some freedom in their lives. 
Alex Zane, who was released a few months ago. Uh, he'll be with AAW on, on November 26th, by the way. Uh, and he said, you know, these people are going to do some great things. So there's some people taking a positive outlook on this, you know, you yeah. new, new opportunities, but then you had like, a, you know, Jonah came out, uh, you know, basically kind of, I think uh, if I can get that tweet up here real quick, he kind of, he kind of threw him under the bus, just saying that uh, basically saying that the, uh, they are not the, uh, that play. He said, uh, my brothers and sisters, that place is not the be all and end all. You will thrive and prosper because in the end pro wrestling always wins. That's a good take. It's a yeah. solid take right there. Uh, and it's also worth noting here, looking at all these different deals, it's just like, does this change the way that WWE is going to do business moving forward completely? A 60-day trial contract is oh, completely yeah. a different way to do that. Completely. People like um, you know, Jordan Grace of Impact Wrestling went off, <laughs> you know, just went off and said she's not shy to go off on Twitter, by the way. No, so. she said you shouldn't watch this, you like you guys shouldn't support this, and all these different things. And she was quite upset about it, right? Uh, and there's been some people that speculate that maybe she has a friendship with B Fab. All right, and that led to this. B Fab got bit pretty hard here in this release. You know, just came up, just came up to SmackDown and got let go. Uh, that uh, I it's just so harsh to feel that scenario here. But now you have this 60 day trial thing. You move to the performance center. You're there for 60 days. You don't know if you're staying. How yeah. do you sign a lease on an apartment? Yeah, you know, like how do you move your life there? Are they going to build a campus? Are they going to have like a dorm? Like what? What? what well, and 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 Jordan Grace said the same thing. Uh, one of her tweets was, "It's one thing not to renew someone's contract. It's another thing to have someone uproot their entire lives, move to an unfamiliar area, and release them from their contract mere months into it. That's effed up." Yeah. You, you know? know, but what happens when you're in the NFL? True. Yeah. yeah. What happens when you're in Major League Baseball? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I get the emotions of it, but when I get a little objective, I'm just like, this is a harsh machine <laughs> that you live in and you have to operate around and it has moving parts and it will catch some people up and crush them. And I'm not saying that in a way that is disingenuous or inhumane, you know, mm-hmm. let's jump into questions here. We're covering everything here on what is going on with the WWE releases. These are the stories of the day. We do have some things to talk about with SmackDown. SmackDown will air tonight for you guys uh, on demand into the weekend, depending on when you're watching it. What do they got with SmackDown before we jump into questions? Oh, uh, we got a little something, something from good old millennial Meltzer, Sean mm-hmm. Ross Sapp. Uh, some stuff from Fightful Select. Uh, we're going to get a little, uh, we're going to get uh, Roman Reign, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, and the Usos. What a surprise, right? Well, Roman wasn't on the show last week, so uh, uh, they, they could call it he's back to SmackDown because he took a whole week off. Uh, Mansoor and Cesaro, that's going to be a damn good match. Uh, or no, they're teaming up. I apologize. Uh, Mansoor and Cesaro are taking on Umberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Uh, Drew McIntyre is going to have an open challenge. I won't spoil it for you, but it's a good answer. Uh, not a not a not a returning or debuting superstar, but a good answer. So good match there. Uh, there's a hit row segment. Go figure. Uh, fire B Fab and uh, and uh, they're gonna have to go out there and continue to work w- without w- without their girl. Uh, there's a planned segment with uh, Naomi and Shayna Baszler, uh, and uh, big uh, oh very good match with Jimmy Uso and Xavier Woods also announced. Uh, but also the big story, big story, interesting story here. Maybe uh, they're doing this because they may have a meeting with Vince McMahon later, uh, but uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Johnny Gargano in a dark match uh, tonight. So both guys 
contracts up in December. Uh, this almost seems like Adam Cole all over again. Uh, you know, they brought him in uh, to do uh, to SmackDown uh, for a dark match and meeting with Vince. And and so I'm wondering if uh, that's going to be the case here, too. Uh, very interesting to see uh, an NXT match of two guys that are set to have their contracts expire very soon. Um, here's a question here. Paul wants to know, Kevin, will WWE make a statement of some sort? They did. They said to the New York post, we wish them well in their future endeavors. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what, that's what so, so that was their statement, you know, and they put that out and those are brief, you know, uh, other people with different takes, uh, chiming in, fire off your questions here. Um, and, uh, Andrew Wilson saying, didn't Bailey knacker her knee quite, quite the English way to approach that phrase. <laughs> knacker. Uh, and knacker her knee in the performance center. Yes, she did. They were doing rehearsals uh, for WWE going back in front of live audiences, and she suffered a knee injury. The time frame for her to return is coming up soon, if if everything works well. She did put out some cryptic tweets that people are trying to you know put the tea leaves together and see what they say, but we don't exactly know. I don't know when they would have her come back. It's completely up in the air. Uh, surprise return at the Royal Rumble? Maybe something before then? I would assume that something happens before that. Yeah, originally can't have was, everything at the Royal Rumble. Originally, it was supposed to be around WrestleMania, so mm-hmm. looks like the timetable might have gotten bumped up then. Uh, here we go. Curtis wants to go, sup, Kev and Jeremy? How you feel about Bray Wyatt, a.k.a. the Fiend's cryptic tweets on Twitter today? Yes, he had some very, very wild tweets uh, that people are really trying to decipher and go into do you have those do you have those in front of you jeremy well he's only tweeted once and it says uh this was right after the this was uh in response to the releases uh what do we do now we wait for the right place we wait for the right time then we turn rome to ashes groveling in the muck of avarice i believe in you too Wow, what's going that, on there? Is that a quote? He put that in quotes. Groveling in the muck of avarice. Who's he quoting? I don't know because uh, oh ah ah, I stole it from Jake Roberts. That's a Jake the Snake line. Trust me. He used the the muck of Trust avarice. Me. Trust me. Uh, I hope I opened for Jake Roberts one time at one of his first spoken word shows. Was mm-hmm. to stand up before him. And he's he's talking to me, and Jake's Jake's wonderful and pleasant. And he goes, "All right, you, you play you play football in high school. He's like, you play sports." And I was I was like, uh, "No, no, uh, I I play I played I didn't play football. I played soccer. You know, international football." He's like, "Oh, full contact soccer." And I was just like, oh, "Yeah, it's it's a context where he's like." Oh really? It is. I was like, I've never watched it that much. <laughs> like he's like, it's like it's kind of like saying that uh, soccer is kind of like a girl sport, right? <laughs> was, uh, no, 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 Jake. I don't, I don't know if that's the case. But it was a funny exchange with him. But it was enjoyable. Uh, Danny Barron with a question: Sup, Kev? How do you feel about WWE bringing back younger people like we asked for, like OVW was for Brock and Cena and Randy? So why should get mad about it if we ask WWE to push younger talents? Now you mad? <laughs> so oh, I, I don't uh, there, know. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. So I don't know. Um, I don't know anybody asking for young younger talent. Oh, a, there's, there's a lot of fans that say you got to push new people, and then they push yeah. them. Well, new them? people, new people, but we're not talking about their ages here. Oh, well, uh, there's some people, there are some younger fans that want younger talent on screen. Yeah. If you're 15 or 16, you're what, look at guys in their 30s and 40s. All right, I want to see someone who's just out of college up there doing something. There are fans who want that, you know? 
I'm not saying I'm one of them because I'm, you know, I'm well out of college here. Uh, Ricky Glow saying, Sup, Kev, how do you feel about Nia Jax? I thought she was hired because of Rock. <laughs> she's related to The Rock, right? She's, related, she's in the NOI family. Uh, but now she got released. How does it feel now? Uh, I, I, I mean, how I, does it feel? To me. <laughs> You're doing karaoke jams, aren't you? I mean? Damn right. Yeah, uh, I was, I, you know, Naya, I had a run. It was very, very fun. I got to talk to Naya on the record a few years ago, and I, I found her to be somebody who truly enjoyed the lifestyle of the WWE. I think she truly, truly enjoyed it. Uh, she was unique. I would say that about Naya. She did not look like the other women in WWE. Well, she's not uh, like the most line. Girls. She's not like most girls, right? <laughs> like that. Like that is perfect for her. That is the perfect line for her. Uh, and I'm of the thought. That I think she, I actually think she'll wrestle somewhere very very soon. Oh yeah, don't don't uh, don't. And yeah. you know everyone says, oh, some of these people are not going to go to AEW. Not all of them can. Some of them could. I want this person to go. I think it would. She would get some. Woo! She would get some real woo. hot heat walking into WWE, uh, walking out of WWE into All Elite Wrestling. She would get some hot. hot I'm sure. Hot, hot, hot heat. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure she would uh, shoot shoot from the hip there. If she mm. went over there or impact wrestling even too. Um, but yeah, like I said it earlier in the show here as like, she was almost one of those untouchables because of her relationship with rock. And so that was why a lot of people were shocked at her, at her release here. I'll tell you um, what the best tweet was in regards to this all last night What was Dax Harwood from FTR. what did he say? He said, I wish WCW would have won. <laughs> That's, that's so ridiculous. That was the best tweet I, of last just night. A, you know that's a joke. That was you, the best. No, they. I bet they probably got they got animosity towards WWE. I'm sure. What FTR? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my I'm god! Sure. All that money they made. Uh, I'm sure. All those championships that they they have so much animosity. No, they just didn't want to do WWE stuff anymore. Yeah. It's a difference of opinion, guys. Yeah. The, I, I understand the <clears throat> resentment that people build up against WWE, but here is the fact of the matter. This is still the company that's going to present the Royal Rumble that you're going to watch in January and freak out when you're watching it. And they're going to present the WrestleMania and they're going to present NXT and they're going to present stuff that you like. And there's other stuff they're going to present that you don't like and you don't have to watch it. You can just, there's a lot of people I know that just watch SmackDown. My nephew's 10. All right. When I talk wrestling to him, he does not know what's going on in Raw. It's too late for him. Yeah. Friday night, SmackDown, if he doesn't have hockey or what he's doing, you know. He's like, I'll watch it on Saturday, or I'll, I'll just watch on YouTube. Oh yeah, when I was uh, when I was he a just kid, just watches on YouTube. Well, so I mean, like, I get where WWE feels they have to, you know, make these changes. When I was I'm a kid, saying, I'm not saying I think this is the way to do it, though. Obviously, I didn't have YouTube when I was a kid. Hell, we didn't have YouTube when I was in college. Uh, but when I was a kid, yeah, it was. I didn't watch Raw at for. I didn't watch Raw till college. Uh, eh, no, take that back. Maybe high school. Maybe late late high school. But when I was a kid, yeah, all my pro wrestling was with wwe superstars on sunday morning and uh and, watched it after cartoons and then nwa with my grandma at 505 i'd stay with my grandma almost every weekend mom mom's single mom so she'd go out uh you know when i was a kid she'd be in her 20s early 30s and so i'd stay with grandma almost every weekend and we would watch nwa 505 on tbs every saturday so th that was my wrestling uh, i didn't get i was more of an nwa guy and WCW guy before WWE because of that, you know, I had more, I had more exposure to that as a kid. And then later on, as I grew, of course, as I get into college, that's when the attitude era hit. So that's when you're watching all the badass stuff. Oh, it's uh, got that, that stuff's right up my wheelhouse when I'm 18, baby. 
Tom, Tommy B text in here says, Kevin, can you get an interview with a WWE official to talk about what's going on with cuts? Oh, PR will not do that. No, <laughs> it's not. I, I, I don't think anyone wants to go on the record at the moment. PR will not allow that. Um, and they're going to let things cool down and then promote what they got to promote and have wrestlers talk about stuff. I mean, I can tell you, I think I, I, we've had WWE talent on here. I've interviewed Drew McIntyre. We've had, we had Indy Hartwell on last week on sports Kita. So don't worry guys. I think we'll still be talking to WWE people. I don't know if we'll be talking to them about this. I don't no. We'll go on the record about this. Yeah. Um, here we go. Uh, uh, Eric goes, Kev, do you think AEW needs to release they wrestlers next to how will people feel if AEW release Brian Cage? Well, Hobbs, they ain't using them right. Uh, well, here's the thing, Eric. I AEW has released people, and uh, yeah. I do think that uh, culturally online, people kind of give them the pass on it. A lot of it, and they and don't a lot get of the it's stink quiet. On it. A lot of it's and quiet. The too. people they release don't maybe don't make a big deal about it or talk about it too much when they get released. They just like you. Move on. It's also worth noting that AEW has a completely different contract structure. They have tiered deals. Uh, a lot of talent that are signed with them are assigned to date deals with the company and are paid per date. They don't get what's called a downside guarantee where they're locked into a certain amount of money and they get they only get paid per, based on how much they are used. A lot of people like that on Dark Elevation. There's a lot of independent talent they had that was signed like that. And then there's other people in different tiers of, of pay and benefits and all these different uh, perks, what have you, right? Obviously, you know, guys near the top making more money. Chris Jericho's, your John Moxley's, your CM Punk's, your Daniel Bryan's, Ryan Danielson. So we're, we're they're making money. The EVPs, they're making money. Uh, what is the drop down like that? We just don't know the deals on that. There's a lot of things about AEW that are quite protected. As so, much as people talk about them being this open, super transparent company, there are a lot of things that are very protected about AEW's business because they are not a publicly traded company. There's a lot of things they don't have to report or don't have to publicly put out there, like a wellness policy or um, who is suspended for certain things and different stuff like that. They don't have that same type of business pressure from an investment court to do those type of things. Though there's been times when they've released people for misbehaving. Davey Havoc was cut from the company. Uh, he did some awful, awful things. Uh, you know, they, they've cut people for different stuff like that. And then we're very open about it because they saw their fan base react to it. So they're very fan driven by everything, right? Uh, how, how do I think AEW fans would react to names being released by the company? I think people would get released and you wouldn't hear about it. You just wouldn't hear about it. And, and it would just, you would just see someone kind of pop up at a show and you would just kind of figure things out. Because I think with all elite, their thing is, if you're cool and you play nice, maybe we'll bring you back. Yeah. You know, like maybe we'll be nice to you. And WWE does the same thing, you know. And like as much as you want to say Nia Jax, she just she said some things, I guess, that maybe some of the WWE wouldn't like hearing, right? But she just put it out there. She said, I I, I like being the company. I'm devastated. This sucks. There's plenty of people that put out nice stuff. Like, hey, it sucks. I got let go by W. You know, I had a great run. I'm going to tag Vince McMahon. Thank you for this, Vince. I had a great mm -hmm. run. Thank you so much. I got I made some money, you know? Uh, and you put me on TV, right? So it depends on the, the individual who, and how they want to handle it. Uh, and I think then how they want to put it out there. Uh, and then you want to talk about how each company wants to handle it. All E-Wrestling is a big company. And they have a lot of talent. Uh, I, but I also think, you know, they're privately funded. They're funded in a completely different way. Their financials are a completely different structure than WWE. Yeah. And it's so funny. We were talking about Brian Cage maybe being the Jeremy, first. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. I you can, can hear me. Can Do you people want me to hear, reboot? Can Keep people talking, hear me? Jeremy. I'm going to reboot. Stay right there. All right. 
can people hear me though? Let's find out here. Hopefully you can hear me, but I was, you know, talking about Brian cage and you know, maybe he was the first guy that would jump from AEW over to WWE. And now you look, Brian cage is 37. So now it's like, well, they cut all these guys that were, that were not younger WWE wrestlers. So now you think Brian cage is going to be that first guy that jumps over from AEW to WWE. And now it's like, well, that's probably not going to happen now. Uh, you know, and, uh, I, how powerhouse Hobbs, I don't know how old he is. I think he's 33. Uh, he is 30. Okay. Sorry. So he's 30. Uh, he could be a possibility, you know, but I don't think they're really doing really too bad with powerhouse Hobbs, to be honest. I think they've done a pretty good job with him. I mean, they had a big featured match with him and CM Punk. So, uh, but Brian cage is probably a guy that should have been, should have been pushed a little better, but, um, but yeah, like have, like I said, you know, I thought maybe Brian cage is going to make that jump and he's 37. So that probably now is not going to happen. Is it? Mm, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It's yeah, interesting. There's, there, there's going to be exceptions made, but I mean, if True. the general, the general sentiment is it's an age movement from the bottom up in WWE. Yeah. There's still there, people at the top but, who aren't going to be going anywhere. There be exce- there's going to be exceptions for people that, um, you know, are big stars, but is Brian Cage going to be a big enough star to make be that exception? Mm. You know, worth noting there. Sorry about that audio issue. Didn't know what happened there. Yeah, I was trying uh, to talk, uh, answer you, and you kept going. So I was wondering if you lost my audio there. <laughs> uh, you, you, could you guys, if you guys are watching, could you both hear us? I didn't know what the issue was because yeah, it looks hear like myself. Craig, Craig in the chat said he could hear me. So okay, all right. So I went out for a considerable amount of time there, just no, rambling. No, I, no, I could hear you, but you couldn't hear me. Uh, Alex Bradford. Think- says uh hey kev if wwe or AEW wants to make a jake the snake biopic i want kev to play jake the snake that would be awesome well i have maybe to grow a, four more inches to yeah, do maybe that. maybe a rate maybe in a, for a radio show oh it was a radio play no yeah yeah if it's a radio play because you look nothing like <laughs> jake roberts if it's a radio play you just get jake to play himself you don't need me <laughs> why would you need me in there because you look nothing like Jake Roberts. No, I don't. <laughs> Thank you, though. I guess. Thank you for giving me a, a sweet acting gig. You could uh, do, but you could do a Jake Roberts podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate it here. Um, a lot of people with different takes here. Uh, I'm trying to get to the next question here, so we roll past them here. Uh, Eli, Eli has one. What's up, Kevin? Jeremy, if I was Impact, I will get Cross and Keith Lee in there. And I will pair them with Moose and Morrissey. Oh, here we go. You're breaking the Q&A rule number one. <laughs> that is rule number one of our Q&A Freestyle Friday. It's freestyle. It's not fantasy booking Friday. <laughs> uh, but well, Eli, I'll talk about this, though. Um, you want to see them back on television. Uh, Impact would Impact had a nasty break, though, with Killer Cross, Karrion yeah. Cross. Uh, and he was under contract with them for months and months and months before they eventually let him go because they knew he was trying to go to WWE, and they tried to ice the deal with him. And I can tell you, I I was at the second All Out, and Cross was there, <laughs> and that was before he signed with uh, WWE. He was there. He was there checking the show out while contracted and not performing uh, with Impact. You know, so uh, I get it. You know, and um, I, but also impact. I just think is they're like, hey, what else are you going to do? Where else are you going to go? You want to be on I, TV? You know, I should, uh, Triple H should just uh, leave, create his own promotion, 
and uh, uh, add another uh, add another competition to the battle. What, uh, what if he? Uh, what if Triple H does another Samoa Joe move and he comes in and like sweeps in and gets one of these guys and brings them back in NXT? I don't think it's going to happen now that there's a big youth movement there, though. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, how old is Lee? I mean, Cross is thirty-seven. Lee's like thirty-six, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Kind of interesting, though. It's know? completely uh, NXT is even more of a youth movement than the main roster. So, uh, people yelling, watch out, watch out. Thank you so much. Um, Tyrone Randall, do you think Ryback will return to WWE? Of all the people that could or could not return to <laughs> WWE, I will say that Ryback is the least likely to do it because, in terms of people leaving WWE and they say, ah, oh, F this company and they suck and they don't know what's like Ryback has made almost a little cottage in industry of, of uh shiz uh, on, on WWE and the name WWE and the brand name, name and saying everything that he possibly can bad about it. Name the major companies he's worked for since WWE. None. Exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah. you know yeah. i he's not going to work anywhere I don't, I don't think anybody really i don't think anybody's clamoring to sign him james barclay uh sweet profile picture of you james you're golfing for gotta get your gotta get your links in before the end of the season here yeah. uh, any news on the non-injury medical issue with aj styles that is the widely reported thing is he is out of action with a non-medical injury now uh there are people i've heard immediately i'm going to cut the speculation because that becomes the loudest thing right people? Can you just tell me he got COVID? Right? No, I can't tell you he got COVID because he's not saying it. And it isn't public information. Um, we don't know. We don't know any information about. It. I'm not going to tell you something when I don't know the answer to it because I think yeah. that's just like it gets people out there spreading the wrong stuff. But mm -hmm. and I always like to preface, hey, speculation here before we say it. We have to do mm -hmm. it, especially with these releases. Everyone has their idea what happened here. You know what happens when you assume you make um what uh chicken salad into chicken oh <laughs> yes yeah um speaking of there, Ryback, Tom, got, Tommy B says uh, Ryback's podcast is boring hey got one <laughs> here we go here we go uh James <laughs> Espanto Fernando James where you been buddy yeah I haven't seen James in a while uh, Keith Lee would be great in MLW Keith Lee versus Jacob Fatu anyone now here's the thing it's not fantasy book. That's you saying, could he go here? Yeah. Would this be cool? Um, man, yes. MLW and Impact need to get some TV deals, man. Uh, they, well, they, they can make some. Knowing, MLW is on Vice. You know, they have a TV deal. They're, yeah, they're on it's Vice. Better than, it's better than being sports, but not by much. Okay. So they're on television, right? And, well, they've so, made, and, so, and MLW's made some cuts recently. Yeah, you know? they did. Uh, and, uh, it's worth noting. I just don't think all these people are going to go to WWE or AEW. Just the time and space isn't there. That's why it's such a, a such a crap deal that that Ring of Honor is doing what they're doing. Because I mean, man, they could have loaded up on some of these people easily. Mm -hmm. uh, sup, Kevin and Jeremy? Question. Sup? Here we go. He phrased it right, though. He didn't phrase it in the fantasy booking style. He and it's in the form of a question. He went hypothetical, so I'll give it to him. Uh, sup, Kevin and Jeremy. I like how everyone just says our names. Thank you so much. If I was Tony Khan, would you? People got to work on their grammar, guys. If you, <laughs> if you was Tony Khan, will you? Would you? I is. <laughs> I is. I 
is Tony Khan. Well, would you hire Eva Marie to be a valet? Uh, I would hire Eva Marie to be on Legion of Raw with Chris Featherstone and Vince Russo. <laughs> if you watch that show, that makes complete sense to you. <laughs> That's our big push now. That that would yes, yes, and they were talk, Yes, they should get Eva Marie Sports on with Ki- Russo. Sportskita has secured the talents. They need to get on the Eva phone Marie. with her. Yeah, um, and it's certainly worth talking about here. Uh, other people just sounding off here saying it's, it's awful. How can they do this? Uh, College Slam, we'll do this question here before we sign off. Yeah. Um, College Slam wants to know when do you think we will get CM Punk versus MJF? Of course, CM Punk coming to AEW a few months ago, the biggest jump uh, that we've seen in a long time. His return from a seven year hiatus away from pro wrestling in general. Obviously, he left WWE on uh, some nasty circumstances, legal fights, all those different things. Now he's in AEW, and he's been emphatic in saying that the entire sense of his purpose there is to uh, remind people he loves wrestling. He never not loved it, you know, you know, uh, but to give back to the business, they gave something to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's made allusions that, you know, the way a guy like an Eddie Guerrero made me feel coming up. I want to do that for somebody else, mm-hmm. even though he's beaten a lot of people. <laughs> he's beaten a lot of younger talent. Here. Well, he's five and oh right now. Five and oh, five. But and oh. I'll tell you what. If I'm booking AEW or predicting my booking in AEW, which I do a pretty damn good job of, I'm going to say CM Punk beats Eddie Kingston, MJF beats Darby Allen, and MJF may may be the first loss on CM Punk's AEW record on his way to challenging Hangman Adam Page for the title. Two young studs, huh? Go with the two young bucks there. I tell you what, though, man. I watched Dynamite last night because I was sick. Uh, I was sick most of this week but um so i caught up on dynamite last night and i tell you what man mjf put it brilliantly man you got the four pillars right there you got him you got darby you got sammy and you got jungle boy those are your four pillars of aew and i just love how he put that i think darby started that whole thing in an interview one time but uh uh you know I, I, I think that's how it's going to play out. I think MJF gives Punk his first loss, but man, that promo battle, that promo battle is going to be fun if whenever that happens. Thank you guys so much for checking out uh, a Freestyle Friday edition of us. We go a little bit longer on the top story on Fridays. Uh, if you haven't done already, go ahead, as uh, James, Mr. James Espanto says, download the SportsKita app. We also have the SK Wrestling app as well, specific. It's available on Google Play, Apple. If you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe to SportsKita Wrestling on the YouTubes, all right? On the Facey Books, thank you guys so much for the more than 7, 7 million people who watched me talk about wrestlers getting mass, their masks taken off. Now, to those diehards are with me where I talk a lot longer than you, bring some people to the party, all right? Bring some people to the wrestling party on the yeah. old virtual couch. Yeah. With all with uh, these two beards, and then another beard when Jose is here, and then that thing that Rick has in his face that he grows from time to time. All right, you you can join us later on tonight. Dutch Mantel will be on right after SmackDown. Uh, we'll have an exciting edition of Rampage and SmackDown review, Smack Talk with the legendary Dutch Mantel. Uh, of course, you knew him in WWE, Zeb Coulter, certified Hall of Famer. He's going to get his ring at some point. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch for the Hall of Fame. We should do a campaign. Dutch has been around. Dutch got some stories. He's been around. Yeah, absolutely. He deserves it here. If you haven't done already, go ahead and subscribe to us as well on the uh, Spotify and the Apple. We have a podcast charting in multiple countries. Thank you to your fans in the Philippines, making us the number three 
sports podcast in all of the Philippines. Kev's going to be mayor of Manila pretty soon. Oh, God. <laughs> if I was the mayor of Manila, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> I, what, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm big in Manila, baby. I got my Manila monies. All right. Thank you guys so much for checking out the show. Remember, when watching wrestling, you must do the most important thing that you possibly can do while watching wrestling. And what is that? That is enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. Talk to him. It's Friday. <laughs>